0: Welcome to another episode of Below the Surface with MJ. On this podcast, we dig deep on important topics and we go below the surface.
1: I'm sorry.
0: One moment, please. All right, go ahead. Let's try this one more time. You ready? Mm Mm-hmm. Welcome to another episode of Below the Surface with MJ. On this podcast, we dig deep on important topics and go below the surface. So on today's episode, I have my special guest. Really, she's acting as my co-host for the next few episodes.
1: Wonderful.
0: Yeah, you didn't know that, but you're my co-host for the next few episodes. We want to just switch it up a little bit. You know, we're coming in to season three. We're deep in season three, actually. So I kind of wanted to do something different today. So you're my sidekick my ace boon, coon mm-hmm. so i figured we have another discussion because i like talking
1: with you well i appreciate it mariah
0: yeah so today's episode is going to be titled it's rough out here
1: mm. oh i like that
0: it's rough out here
1: <sighs>
0: what do i want it to be it's rough out here finding financial freedom
1: mm. It's rough out here. Finding financial Financial. freedom.
0: Yes, that's what we're talking about. Okay. And I like talking about topics like this with you because I feel like you understand this concept so well.
1: Yes, I do understand finances.
0: Yeah, and I feel like even with the first episode that we did together called um, Don't Box Yourself In, I felt like it encompassed what we're basically talking about today. So, yeah. So what I want us to talk about is... So when we think about financial freedom, really, I'm going to be honest with you, this concept is a, a new concept within our community mm-hmm. in the sense that we don't talk about financial freedom in the African-American and Black communities as much as we should talk about it. Exactly. Um, and when I when I think about past generations, I feel like it's important for us to talk about the past because it kind of helps us to understand where we presently are. Um, but say, for instance, growing up, I remembered... Financial freedom to a lot of people meant working a nine to five, mm-hmm. retiring from that nine to five. Mm-hmm. Like you had status if you were retiring from a place, You're right? You know, I had saying? a four hundred one, yeah, and you had benefits, You're right? Right. Um, and I think back then, having those type of scenarios will, did equate to stability. But mm-hmm. when we think about the world we live in now, that's not enough.
1: It really isn't. And because you just mentioned that um, generationally, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: things have not gotten better for people of color. Right. Right? When Mm -hmm. we talk about that economic financial piece. Mm -hmm. And so I think understanding financial freedom, it's based on what your expectation of the quality of life that you want to have. Mm
0: -hmm. You know? Yeah.
1: Um, Financial freedom... If you're asking me that question, what yeah. it means? What does it mean to you? What it means to me is not having to go to a pawn shop, not having to go to pay by loan, um, uh, borrowing money from family and friends, mm. um, being able to finance yourself and your desire or your quality of life without having to ask.
0: You know what? You brought up some very interesting points and i like that and again that's why i love you so much because you've given me exactly what you've stated you've given that to me as your child but one of the things i like that you said was not having to go to pawn shops Mm -hmm. and and unfortunately that's the way of the world for a lot of people and we see these pawn shops constantly popping up within our urban communities Mm -hmm. all the time um and a lot of people are robbing peter to pay paul
1: every month right and that's what you call predatory lenders yeah when people actually um, these companies are designed for a particular market Mm -hmm. based on a zip code right the dynamics of the community and that's why you see more of those companies in our community because they know that we're poverty-stricken and we don't have the resources to make it from one paycheck to the next right and that's predatory lending. Right. And so when you get predatory lending, you're talking about people that would extend the interest rate uh, beyond what the federal requirement. requirement would be. And so they.
0: Yeah. They prey on
1: people that and that's horrible.
0: Burn. And 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 then it's like a never-ending cycle. You, it's never, never, you never you never get do. out of that situation. You never
1: do. You never And do. I
0: feel like you taught me that at a very young age, even with small purchases, like if I went and bought furniture for my house, it was like, "Well, Mariah, if you can't pay for it yourself, I would rather you not just get it. You mm-hmm. know what no, I'm saying? Financing. It wasn't it yeah. wasn't a finance type situation. It was like you're gonna pay for this cash. And a lot of my purchases, thank the Lord, yeah. I've been able to pay for the the purchases that i've
1: made and it doesn't make a difference It a
0: difference because it's like you 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 ride better you know when it, when you the car is paid off it mm-hmm. seemed like the car just drives so much better it does and if you buy whatever it may be if you buy your furniture it just sits better it sleeps mm-hmm. better everything
1: just feels better because you don't have that financial stress over you yeah and i and i you know as a single mom when i was raising you and chuck I was, con- was conscious of that because my father taught me mm-hmm. those same principles. Like, look, if you can't pay for it cash, you just don't need it.
0: Right.
1: You know, yeah. and having um, nice things required that you can afford nice things, not based on what society is regulating, what you should be driving in, what you should be wearing, what you should be having, and mm-hmm. what you should be eating. Right. You know?
0: And, you know, one of the things for me, you know, that makes me sleep at night is if i have a certain dollar amount in in, somewhere right you know what i'm saying like i have to have a strong cushion and to me it's like you can't survive without a strong cushion anymore you know what i'm saying because you will be forced to have to go get a credit card or you will be forced Mm -hmm. to have to go to that loan company to ask for a loan and it just becomes so stressful. And so we saw it really heavy though in the pandemic. Oh yeah. Most like most when the different. world shut down, people lost jobs. And a lot of people, I'm gonna be honest, were in better situations. Yeah. Because right? yeah. they was able to go home and just get a check every, you know, every month or whatever. Yeah. But once now that we're turning the corner past this pandemic. I
1: think what people are saying is that I do need multiple streams of income. Oh, oh most definitely. And the qua- the quality of multiple streams gives you the flexibility that your check is not coming on the first of the month or you're waiting towards the end of the month, mm-hmm. that you have this res- the residual income yes. that's constantly flowing and creating ways to make money um, that are... Uh, always legal you know yeah. ways to create funding for yourself whatever that skill set that we talked about mm-hmm. um, um, are you in that box
0: right don't create box it. In. don't box
1: yourself in I don't you know what I lo- love about how you do your finances and how I watch you is very similar to me um, that you don't like a lot of debt mm-hmm. that you don't live in a world of that and then it's important to actually reach a financial. Stability in your life, so that you can't have you know one or two major credit cards, just in the event of an emergency. Absolutely, absolutely. But being able, if you do use those cards, pay pay them off. off. You know, don't don't let that interest rate keep accruing. You know, if I take a trip or I'm doing something, I'm paying that card off. I don't want any debt.
0: One thing I was talking through with somebody recently, back in the day, right? I know when I was growing up. They would send you credit cards in the mail. Oh, yeah. Remember that? Like, they would literally send you credit cards in the mail and it would be a credit card with your name on it. All you had to do was call and and activate the credit card. Yeah. Like, they don't do that anymore, but they used to really push credit on people all the time. And... You know, a lot of people didn't understand the responsibility or the weight that came with having a credit card, so they would max these credit cards out, and they're you know still trying to deal with oh, credit yeah.
1: card debt. Oh, oh, yeah. Um, and that's the way you get caught up in a system yeah. that you're dependent on. And I think for people of color, that um, we n- are now understanding uh, financial dignity. Financial dignity means that I'm able to take care of my responsibilities without the ask of going somewhere and borrowing or lending. Mm -hmm. Um, And what I love about it is it's a practice of stewardship, which goes back to ministry. It goes back to the things that you value. Whatever whatever you treasure on earth, that's where your heart is. Mm -hmm. And so you have to say...
0: Yeah, you brought up a good point there too. Let's mm -hmm. talk about that because I feel like the reason why really both of us are blessed because I feel like I've learned so much from you. Right. And I've mimicked those same things. Um, and I'm blessed because you've taught me how to be blessed. You've taught me the ways in which I need to follow in order to receive Mm -hmm. God's blessings. And for me, I feel like the, one of the biggest reasons why I I feel a sense of financial freedom at such a young age, single with no kids Mm -hmm. is because, um, I don't treasure things, Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like it's just things and if, if, if I give it away, then it's okay, you know what I'm saying? Like if I feel led to bless somebody or if I feel led to give something to somebody, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. And I think a lot of times people can be so selfish and you hold your hands so tight mm, that, none- that God can never bless you Girl, because you your hands are closed.
1: That. You better say that. And so
0: for me, that's one of the biggest lessons I've gotten from you. And that's why I feel so much financial freedom is because I allow God to move and I'm not bound. I don't, my these things are not idols. For they're not. They're me. You know
1: not. not. And that's what I love too. And watching you, um, uh Grow and develop and understanding that. And I think for women, and we talked this principle of understanding our finances, that, um, you know, a woman has uh, so many different strengths and quality Mm -hmm. because we we're we're not going to always spend our last dollar. Right. You know, and you have to have that mindset. You may desire something, but you have to actually be. Mm Discipline with finances right you have to be uh, focused and driven with making sure that you got something and i I like that part about sharing because um that is my principle for i think for being Mm
0: -hmm. you know what i'm saying
1: um i give away more than i would even imagine Mm because people ask me all the time how do you do that and i'm
0: not gonna even lie to you growing up i would be like mama why'd you do that you know like i because i didn't understand it and then it's like the more I saw you do it, the more I saw you be blessed and the more I saw you not have to worry. You mm. know what I'm saying? Like when you just you don't even have to worry about where yeah. money comes from.
1: Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, like, and, and 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 God really continues to provide and supply. But I I found personally the giver part of who we are in our DNA that was something that was taught. Right. And so I think you watching that When, you know, when you see a situation and Lord leads you to share with someone or give something, there's not a day, if I'm at home, I'm still giving. Mm -hmm. Um, If I'm out in community or I'm out in the street, I I have to be very careful that I don't give an inheritance away, you know what I mean? Because I see people's um, needs greater than what they see for themselves. So right. when I see a single mon- mother, I can relate to keeping food on the table or making sure she had enough gas to get to work or something. So I have a tendency to share. So whatever's in my in my possession, whatever's on me, I have to be careful and say, okay.
0: Because you like cash. I do. My mom likes cash. I'm a, I'm a, cash I'm a debit ca- card person, and she does not believe in that. She's super old school and like money in the
1: house you get what i'm saying like she just she just likes cash she thinks cash is king mm-hmm. and that's one thing i haven't gotten yeah but i'm gonna say this yet. cash is, is is so um it's a commodity but now we're seeing that most people are not operating in it so it's when not. you go there everywhere you go the technology is despite depth 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 but i can control my cash A lot easier. I don't think because I can look at it and I'll say, okay, this is what I need to do now. I feel
0: like you break a hundred dollar bill, it's over. It's over
1: with. But a hundred dollars ain't no money. It's no
0: money. Let's let's okay. So we're gonna pause right here. We're gonna pick up with part two because I want to talk about what you just said in regards to giving to like that single mother, giving to you know wherever you feel that to, to. yeah. yeah. I'm going to pick up right there, guys, But you've heard, part one here with MJ and our co-host, Renee Bumpus, on It's Rough Out Here. It is Finding rough. financial freedom. Stay tuned for part two.